Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 66. It's brought down that the Me'il, the coat of the Kayin Gadol, was made out of blue wool, and attached to the bottom hem were 72 hollow ornaments on the shape of Rimonim, pomegranates, alternating with 72 uh, bells. These bells announced the Kayin Gadol's arrival at the Mishkan, and it announced his leaving the Mishkan. And the Medrash says that we learn from this that a person should not enter his home unexpectedly and certainly not burst into someone else's home, but should knock first, knock on the door, or indicate his arrival some other way. And sometimes, even in one's own home, if you enter without knocking and you just barge in, you could end up embarrassing your spouse unintentionally, um... Now, a lot of you may not be mocked on this, and I'm not saying it's a must. A lot of people just come in, and it's you know it's usually not a big issue. But in general, whether you do this or not, it's important to be sensitive when you do enter your home after a day's work or um, you know whatever's happening. You have it requires some thought before you just come into the door. And um, part of it is to understand that the privacy of one's spouse is to be respected. Um, it's also important not to analyze every prat, every detail of what your husband was doing or what your wife is doing or what they do, what they don't do. Um, overanalyzing things like that could lead to bad feelings in a marriage. It creates an aura, an atmosphere of a lack of trust uh, which weakens the fabric of a marriage. So in essence, really, analyzing your spouse's actions and deeds in detail is actually, you're taking away their right for privacy. Again, it's a balance. You know, we said before that there's no harm in sharing and being open with one another, and it's healthy to share one's day's experience, um, as we said several times already. But there's a balance. And... Um, the husband is not a private detective of, uh, of his wife and vice versa. And you're not the mashkiach in the yeshiva dorm room. There's a basic respect you have to have for your wife's privacy, for your husband's privacy, having these healthy borders like we spoke about, and um, to have open communication and sharing. Um, but together with that, you, there is a right for privacy. Included in that is not to embarrass your spouse in any way, not to needlessly uh, breach privacy, and uh, not cause them to be embarrassed. And you shouldn't say, you know, I could do whatever I want in my home uh, because my husband loves me. So I could do what I want. I could behave any way I want because my husband loves me unconditionally. Or my wife loves me unconditionally. So I could do whatever I want. That's a mistake. Your spouse loves you, and there is some unconditional aspect to it, but the bottom line is, is they love you because you treat them properly. You love your wife because your wife treats you properly, and a wife loves her husband because her husband treats her properly. And um, the taking advantage, the fact that you love each other, and you take that love and you take advantage of it, 
to do things that are against her will or his will is wrong, is unfair. Now, it's just because she's kind to you and loves you. That's not a reason and it's not an excuse to be mean to her or to be careless towards her because, you know, she loves you and vice versa. And um, if a husband, for example, knows that his wife doesn't like his coming late, um, he should do everything possible to prevent that from occurring. And um, you don't take advantage on the fact that because they love each other and uh, she's soft-hearted or he's soft-hearted, so uh, they'll be Michael me. Either way, it makes no difference. Husband, wife, wife, husband. You don't, that's sort of like an echt of a oshiv. You do not um, do anything that could hurt your spouse on the smach that, oh, they're a good person, they're a balmideis taivais, and they'll be you. That's not how it works. The husband-wife relationship is an extremely sensitive relationship. And in that relationship, each one is to expect and should expect from each other love, affection, and acceptance. And if they receive the opposite of those things, it's understandable that they would get very offended and hurt by it. And therefore, it's important that one must be careful never to hurt your husband or your wife in any way. And even unintentionally, you have to be careful. You know, we talk about shaygig. A shaygig is a shaygig, yes, but sometimes a shaygig, like in any type of avera, if someone does a shaygig, sometimes it's a hint to a person, yes, it's, it, you didn't do it intentionally, but there was a lack of awareness or a lack of um, emphasis that may have caused that laxing of and relaxing of the guard that caused that shaygig to happen. And the same applies with your, with, your, with your wife or with your husband. Very often, you don't mean to hurt them, and you hurt them unintentionally. That's true. But a lot of it comes sometimes from carelessness or not thinking along the lines that this is your wife, this is your husband, and you're supposed to treat them with respect. And um, these things come in very subtle ways. You don't turn on the lights of a room, for example, if your uh, husband or wife is still sleeping in the room. Um, You know, you, 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 things like that, you know, just the basic respects. You know, you don't demand, and you come in for supper, you know that it's clear that, She's not ready with it, and, and you know, it's, it's hectic in the house. Don't demand it immediately. You know, I want my supper in ten, five minutes because I got to go, whatever. And, um, you know, you don't, if your wife is attached to something, don't ask her to give that up. Um, don't ask your husband or wife to go out with you somewhere when you already know and they already told you that they have other plans. So you want to derail that. So you say, okay, let's go out now when you know that they have already other plans. Things like that. Not to do anything that could cause someone to uh, upset your wife needlessly and your husband needlessly. You don't leave a mess behind you. You clean up after yourself. These basic common sense ideas that are very, very important. Um, and that's part of the Yisait of the Vahafta Lariacha Kamaycha. To love 
your friend, your fellow man like yourself applies certainly to Isha, to one's wife, and to one's husband, like we said several times already. So it's important to be pleasant to each other, to be physically attracted and attractive towards each other, which means basic idea of showering regularly, putting on nice clothes regularly, brushing your teeth, mouthwash, basic hygiene. If once that if that's neglected, it weakens the attraction and appeal between a husband and a wife. And even if it's a bother and even if it's a tircha, it's important to keep up a good physical appearance. And it's very important. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah because it enhances shalom bayis to a great degree. And it enhances the tzalem alikim, your neshama. And it's also a chesed for your husband. It's a chesed for your wife. And every effort that you do to enhance your physical appearance at home is a great mitzvah. And this is extremely important and very true. And this is even more crucial in situations where the marriage is a little strained. Then making yourself attractive and good-looking and neat to your spouse, to your husband or your wife, both ways, it also boosts your own self-confidence. It uh, it raises your own dignity. You, f- you feel a lot better about yourself as well when you're clean and neat and put together, something I got to learn too because I could be schlumpy at times, I admit it. And it goes a long way in improving your relationship with your husband or wife. And don't think it's a small thing. It's not a small thing at all. That's what we just said, You love each other and you do everything that you can to create that warm atmosphere towards each other. And that includes everything we just mentioned. To, on one hand, be open with one another, but at the same time, respect privacy. Don't upset them needlessly. Be careful even from unintentional hurting by being more cognizant, more aware of what's going on. Not to do anything to upset your spouse. Um, Don't leave messes behind you. Clean after yourself and try to look physically attractive to one another. Look covered each other. And that goes a very long way in enhancing the marriage. Have a wonderful day.